0: amen well impact we've never done this before uh, at impact church matter of fact i've never seen it done before anywhere but we felt the lord speaking to us to take a sunday and just do a marriage panel discussion we're a church that steps out in faith so we said hey you know god said to do this we're going to step out in faith and do it but so far it's been incredible i think we're going to be doing more and more of this amen Well, we have some amazing couples seated here that are planted in this house. Honorable couples, amazing, amazing pillars. And we're just going to ask them questions and they're going to be sharing from their personal experiences some things that they've figured out and some things that they're still figuring out. We're all still figuring things out. But in the process, we believe that you're going to be blessed today in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Well, we want to get to know you. So if you could please, we'll start all the way down at the end. If you could just let us know um, who you are and then let us know how you met and how long you've been married.
2: All right. Um, I'm Anthony Garrett and this is my wife. Maggie. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, we've been married for 17 and a half years. It's to be uh, 18 this coming August, and it's just been um, awesome. Uh, it's been up, down, sideways, you name it, but it's been, <laughs> it's been great. And uh, just a quick um, share of how we met. Uh, I shared in the first service that um, I asked my son this morning, you know, how did mommy and daddy meet? And uh, he said, in a van? You know, but actually that's <laughs> especially true because, uh, you know, we were going for like was a concert, sort of like night of worship at a church, and I was meeting up with a buddy up in Lowell, he was giving me a ride, and his sister was there, and she showed up. I didn't know her from anywhere, she showed up, I was like, wow, you know, and uh, I was riding shotgun in the front, I was frozen, I couldn't speak, they kept speaking the whole way down to Worcester and back, but then I had a cassette tape that's back in the day that I played, Uh, my roommate had bought me, so when we got back, She asked me for that cassette tape. I'm like, no, I'm not giving it to you, but she was insisting, so I say, I'll buy you. So I bought it to her, got it to her, and uh, then I heard a couple weeks later that she had given her life to Christ. I'm like, hmm, okay, that's cool. So we met up, you know, we became friends, and then a year later,
0: we, you know, God became engaged, so. Awesome. Hey, can we just mention the cassette tape there? (laughs) Anybody remembers the cassette tapes? Wow. What I love about this story is that when you saw her, you said, wow. Uh, Young people, I want to remind you, don't marry anybody by faith. (laughs) There's got to be some chemistry there. You've got to like them. When you see them, you have to have the anointing of
3: kiss overwhelming. (laughs)
4: Uh,
3: My name is Lucas Martins and... Lainey. (laughs) So, um, we met in high school. Um, she was my high school Sweet crush, sweetheart, sweetheart. sweetheart. Yeah. and um, it, it's actually funny, you guys are going to laugh at this, but um, it's okay um, I was nervous at the time and I, we had a, a class together and I wrote a note, do you want to go out with me? And then I put a little box, yes and the other box, no <laughs> and then I just tapped her and I'm like, here yeah. and she looked at it, like, she gave that little giggle and went went She put no, and she passed it back, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And then we graduated. Time went by, and we started talking through Facebook again. Eleven, 11 years later. Eleven years later. Yeah. And then um, she asked me out on the second time. So. So that's how we (laughs) met.
5: That's awesome.
3: That's awesome. We've been married for three years, four years now in May, and we've been together for six years. Wow! Wow. I wanna,
0: I wanna just say that a no and a delay doesn't mean it's never gonna happen. Come on, somebody, don't take no for an answer. Keep pushing. Keep asking.
6: Okay, ready? Um, I'm Peggy Durand, and this is my awesome husband.
5: Donald.
6: Hey, hey. Yes, it's Mama Peggy. Um, so we've known each other pr- practically our whole lives. I, um, we were at a Drakeit Mass High School dance. I was almost 14. He was 16. He was dancing with Mary McDonough. He always says how do you remember that I'm a girl but anyways I saw him I was like oh oh that looks good we went out for a while but I had to move to Florida and we separated and over the years you know time went on but um 19 years ago we hooked back up and got married
1: wow Amazing! Wow! Wow! Love it. So, how did these proposals happen? We just—you guys want to know? Yeah. We, we want to know. So we'll start down the end again. If you could share the proposal.
2: All right. So, uh, something that I was really, really nervous about. Even though I kind of knew it would be a yes, but you never know. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I kind of tricked her and told her, you know, we used to hang out on the weekends just because of our schedules and everything. We used to try and spend as much time on the weekends. And I think this Sunday was after service. I told her, hey, you know, uh, cook me my favorite meal. We'll just hang out, you know. And then after we ate talk, I dropped the question. And uh, she was, like, so nervous. She didn't say anything. She left me hanging. (laughs) And I I looked at it, I was like, okay, I need to give the sister a break. And um, the next day I called her up, and she said yes, and um, the rest is history.
4: So, um, as you guys know, I asked Lucas out, and, um, um, Sorry, I'm nervous. <laughs> so after, so his dream, since I asked him out, he's like, you know, you should ask me to marry
3: you too. My dream was for her to ask me to marry, yeah. you know? Yeah. But I'm like, okay, it, it's not going to happen because she already asked me out, so I'm going to have to, you know?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, uh-uh, I want my fairy tale. You, you're going to ask me. So um, it was my birthday weekend, and we went out to a restaurant, and it was so romantic. And I thought, oh my God, he's gonna ask me today. But he didn't ask me. Um, and then the next day, we went out with all of our families. And you know it's funny? My mom was like, um, Oh, Lainey, is it going to be your engagement? I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And then, and then on the day of our, our families were all together, he got down on a knee, on his knees, and he asked me to marry him. Yay. Yay. And I said, yes.
6: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I felt the presence of God right there. <laughs> I felt something.
6: So this awesome man um, gave me my fairy tale proposal Christmas Eve. Um, he, we had the whole family around, and he asked the family for a blessing to marry me. And then he got down on his knee, and he asked me to marry him.
1: Wow. Yeah.
7: good. good.
1: That's good. Asking permission is always a good and honoring thing. That's so beautiful. So uh, how did you know, and I would love for you guys to share, how you knew he or she was the one? And for all of the single people out there, I mean, they, it's good for them to hear this as well.
2: I'll share quickly, and then I'll let her share. Um, I had some, a list of things that I looked for. And other than the physical appearance, which that, you know, she knocked it out of the park, uh, <laughs> She obviously uh, needed to be a believer. And I happened to know her right after she got saved. And I watched her, how she had a hunger for God and just grew and grew and was willing to learn. But I liked the fact that she was driven and she kind of knew where she was headed in life you know i did not want to waste time with somebody who wasn't sure where they were going and then in prayer and talking to other guys that i i knew and trusted praying and fasting and really seeking and then once
0: all those things checked off the rest was um easy amen can i just encourage the young people in this place single people go home and write a list come on somebody without a vision the people perish Write a list and don't compromise. Stick to your list, and I'm telling you, God will honor the desires of your heart. Amen.
7: Um, it's oh, you
4: have to okay.
7: No. Okay. Oh, so he he used to lead worship at the church that we went to, and I knew that I also wanted a man of God, and he was such a man of prayer, and I was actually scared because I thought we we're gonna be worshiping and. Like, I'm worshiping and praying throughout our marriage. But <laughs> no, I'm serious because I'm like, okay, this is this what I is? He like romantic? Or are we going to be praying all the time? Because he used to like, like an African guy, he used to like pray first. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So that's really attracted me to, to him because he was a man after God. And that was my number one key that I wanted. I wanted a man that honors God.
0: Oh.
4: Um, it's funny that you had a list. I definitely had my list, um, and uh, I mean, he pretty much exceeded all of ev- my expectations.
3: The only one is that she wanted a, a man with hair.
4: I yeah, yeah. I did ask,
3: <laughs> but I prayed a lot, and she she changed her mind. So. <laughs> well,
4: well, he did well, have God hair. Gave you hair, just low, yeah. just below. Just, He did have hair at at one point, you know. When we met, you had hair. It was, you know, I'm not gonna say, but (laughs) it was big. But um, yeah, I definitely had a list and he met everything that I wanted in a man. Like, you know, he was actually better than what I was expecting.
3: Um, Well, First of all, when I looked at her, I'm like, my goodness, mama mia. Like, Pastor Zeno says, Jesus Jehovah. <laughs> but um, obviously first was the attraction, the looks, you know? But getting to know her, like, her character, what she wanted in life, you know, she was a hard worker. She, she took care of me. She, till this day, she takes care of me. Um, but just to see her work ethic, And and, and everything that she does is just, it makes me fall in love every day with her
5: over and over again. How did I know she was the right one? Um, So this is a little difficult to say because um, as you heard, we were separated for quite some time. You know, we met when we were very, very young. Uh, She moved to Florida to live with her grandparents. So see, we were separated for many, many years. So we were also previously married. Um, How I knew she was the right one, while I was previously married, and didn't know the Lord, which, which ended up in obviously divorce. Um, I used to think about Peggy. I gave her my heart, you know, at that young age. And um, my testimony is that I I would think about her every night when I put my head on my pillow every single night. So, um, you know, the, our marriages ended up failing and, and, um, and we got together, you know, I, I came to know the Lord. And um, her and I got married, and I knew she was the right one well. Wow. Yeah. Awesome.
6: Um, well, we had this discussion last night about this question. And going back to the same thing, what we would say to you guys that aren't married is make sure um, you don't give your heart away, and then go try to be with someone else. Because what he was, you know, doing was it's, it can be a disaster, you know. Um, So bring your petitions to God about what you desire in a man or a woman, and trust him, and trust him so you don't have mistakes. Because they hurt, they hurt, they hurt families. Um, and we don't, we don't want that here. Um, we've been through it, so we can say it to you guys. Okay, so, yeah. That's it. Wow.
0: Can I, can I just add and declare in this place that there is life after divorce. Come on, somebody. Amen. To every person out there who's been divorced, there is life after divorce. So we speak life in this place in Jesus' name.
1: So thank you guys for sharing. So in as few words as possible, can you please share what you love most about your spouse? We'll start down the end again.
2: Um, I love her consistency. Um, As I, you know, I don't have to wonder when I wake up, you know, which Maggie's gonna show up or, you know, what mood she's gonna be in. I've, I've had those issues myself, but I've been getting better. Uh, (laughs) I'm the more emotional one here which is kind of funny but you know and um, high integrity I I, you know I love the fact that you know she respects and honors people and if you share something with her she trusts you can trust her that you would not leave her Uh, you can have you know you can be confident with her and um, you know so those are just some of the traits that I really love about her
7: Um. What I love about him is that he owns up to his mistakes. You know, like, sometimes you as lady, like, for me, like, sometimes I'll be, like, denial, denial, or, I didn't, but he's always, like, for, like, when we have conflict, like, owning up and just always coming to say, I'm sorry, and, like, he doesn't let, you know, it fester or stay long, and he comes up. He's always owning up to his mistakes. it's oh, good. That's
0: good. That's so good. That's good.
4: What not to love about this guy? <laughs> I mean, if you sit down with him for five minutes, he's gonna feel—he's gonna make you feel like he you're his best friend. Um, he's just so kind and thoughtful, and um, he's just amazing. Um, yeah.
3: <laughs> well, uh, what made me fall in love? With her, like, like I say, like first, I—I still think she—she she is the Miss Universe for me. And I tell I make sure I tell her every day. And I and and um so getting to know her is like it's just her work at like she she takes care of me and like I think everybody most of you know we had um a miscarriage not too long ago and um the way I dealt with it is um, I I I didn't like to talk to nobody. I didn't I didn't want to hear about it. Like, and she was there for me in our bedroom. In the way she talked to me, it's funny because um, it was like she, she was like counseling me through it. And, and for me at that time was very hard. That's why I say she she she's my best friend and I love her and you know.
5: <laughs>
6: I'll go first. So, um, he's always been the most handsomest guy on the planet to me. Um, <laughs> he's pretty good looking for 56. Um, <laughs> he's very muscular. He's still got hair. brownie points for me Um, no but he (laughs) you see that smile Um, he is he loves the Lord and I love that the most about him and that's what I always tell him Um, even through trials or whatever he loves the Lord and that's crucial um, for survival um, he is very clever hilarious and he's very supportive He's very very supportive where we're, we're um, I don't know if all of you know but we have a brand new granddaughter mm-hmm. she was born a little bit early um, one pound four ounces so she's in the NICU but she's a month old now. She is doing amazing. But this man here has released me to be able to be with our daughter on a daily at the hospital. So that is so peaceful and loving and caring and he's just amazing. Yeah. So, yeah.
5: Okay, so God bless you all. The service is over. We'll leave you with that. <laughs> uh, we can end it right here. We're good, right? Um, yeah, so Peggy is filled with the Holy Spirit. This is the one thing that, that I love most about her is that the Holy Spirit lives in her. Thank God that the Holy Spirit is living in my wife and is living in us and is living in the center of our our relationship. Yeah, amen. Um, And, you know, we've been married going on 19 years this year. Um, Started out with a terrible accident with Angela. As most of you know, there was an accident and um, this happened a year after our marriage, you know, and... um, Peggy, it was just um, supportive of me, you know. Um, She's saying that, you know, I'm allowing her to go and be with the baby every day on a daily basis and supporting her. It was, it's easy. Because she supported me in the beginning and held our family together at home. You know, while I was in Boston every day with, you know, with Angela, um, you know clinging on to her life and you know that's that's another story she's another walking miracle uh but we've been through a lot um you know this um this marriage thing isn't easy uh but with a little love and kindness and support and help from the holy spirit um we made it 19 years amen
1: Amen. amen Thank you, guys, for sharing that. Yeah. So, in marriage, uh, you know, sometimes we can kind of get stuck in a rut. Sometimes, you know, we just kind of get in survival mode, and um, we, you know, with work and kids and all of the demands of life. So, how do you guys spice up your marriage and keep things fun? We'll start at the end.
7: So, we always make sure that we have our date nights. Or, you know, we always um, every weekend, every Sunday, we make our calendar so we schedule our times every day uh, so we know every single day what time we're meeting what time we're spending time together and we're in communication throughout the day uh, we also love these marriage nights we also do retreats like last year and we're planning to do it again in april it's going away for a weekend for um, week, weekend to remember it's an awesome thing so just being out there being poured out too Um,
4: I think, um, we have like so many friends and I guess when we have, you know, we're always hanging out with other people and not saying so much with each other. I think that helps. Um, I don't know, (laughs) so we're not in each other's face on, you know, 24 (laughs) seven. Um, but I think that, um, I don't, I don't know what to say.
1: (laughs) It's good. It's good.
4: Yeah. Okay. Do you want to say something? Okay. Yeah, next.
1: That's good. And it's good. It's good to, you know, definitely have, have friends as well. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, when you're time away and you come back together, uh, you miss each other. And yes. it, it It's a great point. Thank you.
6: So I think I would say, like, we're in survival mode right now because I'm always gone. And, um, but we were, you know, talking about this last night, and it's the little moments, too. Um, that are really important, that I just want to come home and just snuggle and get in bed with him, you know, and just, and just snuggle. Um, those are important times. Hey, how was your day? You know, um, looking at each other, listening to each other, when you're in the survival modes, um, those are really, really important, those small moments that, that keep you going. Don't take them for granted. Small, small moments mean big things. Yes. They will help you survive. Yes.
1: Yeah, and I liked what you guys shared for service with the texting each other throughout the day and checking in, that's a good one too.
0: Awesome, well this question is uh, for the Martins. Here we go. In a marriage, there's always one person who communicates more and another who does not communicate. How do you fix that? How do you reconcile that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Which one of you talks, which one of you doesn't?
3: So, I'm the talker. Yeah. And sometimes when I'm talking, I like for her to look at me. <laughs> and when I'm talking, she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Wait, okay, mm-hmm.
4: I, I, th- I think it's reverse. I, th- I think it's reverse. <laughs> I, nuh-uh, uh-uh. I, I no, no, it. no. It is reverse. <laughs> No, but yeah, um, but at the same time, you are um, a good talker, you do. Um, I'm the type of person that sometimes I can shut myself out, you know, like, I don't wanna to talk to you. And he's the one who, you know, he was always like, no, let's talk about this. Let's <laughs> fix whatever issue is going on. So, yeah.
3: um, Before we got married, I told her like, one thing that I do not wanna do is go to bed, go to sleep sure. with us. You know, fight. fighting in, we want to go in good terms. Like, I want to go to sleep cuddling with you, and we talk about it, you know, if we have, a, you know, if we fight or whatever, and we, 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 we talk about it, we pray, and then we go to sleep.
4: Yeah,
3: it's yeah. good. No. It's good. This
0: question here is for the Ngaris. What do you do when you're not on the same page about a particular issue and have failed to resolve? And reconcile after a while
2: um, that's something that we were, um, we've been blessed that we don't really let issues get to a place where they have gone unresolved uh, over and over and over uh, we may have a couple of days and which kind of give each other space I used to be the one who used to hound her all the time. We gotta talk about it, we gotta deal with it, let's do it now, and she needed space, so I needed to realize that sometimes I just need to give her space, you know, cause I can talk forever, you know, and uh, I can just, you know, when she goes to say something, I'll cut her off, so I really had to learn listening skills, like really pulling back, and I'm doing a much better job, I think, right? Yay! Right? Okay. <laughs> We got the approval. So, you know, if I'm not, she'll let you know. So I think, you know, communication and also getting to know your spouse and when is a good time to bring up these issues. I mean, like if you're tired, it's the end of the day, you want to sleep and you're bringing up this issue that's going to keep one of you uh, awake half the night. It's probably not worth it. Um, And, uh, you know, one of the great things of coming to Impact is uh, Pastor Zenzo and Michelle have really encouraged a lot of couples to go to counseling and we started doing that. And I've gotten so much out of it. I did go, but I wasn't really sure what to get out of it, but I've grown so much because there are areas, trust me, blind spots that you don't see, that you ignore, that are really putting pressure and pain in your marriage and making your spouse suffer unnecessarily. So for men, especially, I challenge you, humble yourself, go. It will be the best thing you ever did.
3: Yes, yes.
0: So we encourage mentorship. We encourage counseling in this church. That's what saved our marriage. And to this day, the reason we are healthy pastors is because we also have our own pastors. Bishop Gideon and... Pastor Yvonne Thompson are our personal pastors, and my natural parents, Bishop Matoga and Pastor Matoga, are also our natural, uh, sorry, our pastors. So we sit down with these people and we work through some things with yeah. them, and it's the most healthiest thing you could ever do. We were never designed to do it by ourselves. Amen.
1: You need that outside perspective. You, you can't just keep you know, hitting against the same subject and the same issue over and over again. You got to see it from God's view. You got to see it from another perspective of a godly person that he's placed in your life.
0: Amen. This question is for the Durans here. Can a marriage survive without forgiveness? What has been the secret to forgiving your spouse? 19 years. Yep. You guys couldn't have made it if you didn't forgive each other. Right,
6: right. Oh, amen. Yeah. Um, forgiveness is... Um, Willingness and surrender. Willingness and surrender. You cannot tell somebody you forgive them, but secretly in your mind not forgive them. Or hold a noose around their neck and say, well I'm only going to forgive him if blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. This is huge. Um, Forgiveness is not conditional you guys it is not conditional you forgive with your whole heart your whole mind and your soul and you let it go you have to let it go for yourself and for them um if you if you're not you're not unified you're in your own mind and he or she doesn't know what's going on And it's a lie it's a lie from the pit of hell when you forgive do it because you're willing do it because you want to surrender to your god and make it right
0: that's incredible i just want to add and say you know as a pastor uh, i'm amazed at how many believers still hold offenses I'm amazed at how many believers hear us preach the Word of God and talk about forgiveness and still hold offenses with parents, with different ones. Uh, You have to expect that human beings are going to do stuff that are going to let you down. Let's not look to human beings for things that only God can give us. And so it's so powerful what she's sharing. Yeah, if we're going to clap, let's do it well. Amen. Let's destroy... This spirit of offenses, let's be real Christians, amen? Uh, And it destroys people. I've seen so many people get offended, and I've never found a successful offended person. Never. Uh, What happens is that offense is a bait. Other issues come in, and other issues, and, and I've, I've found people who were offended, maybe because even of the right things, but because they didn't release the forgiveness, they found themselves in trouble. So we release that in Jesus' name. Yeah. Uh, Mama Peggy, let me ask you one more question here, very briefly. How, you said it, you said it, but very briefly, how do you forgive? Simply,
6: how do you do that? Because God forgives me. Wow. It's good, man. Wow. Guys, God forgives us on a daily, every minute, every second, every hour of your life. Yeah. None of us have arrived. None of us are perfect. We all do things on a daily. If this awesome God of ours can... I just say, oh my God, if you can forgive me for just thinking that, <laughs> I can forgive him for ignoring me yesterday you know Um, (laughs) I mean yeah I can forgive him for you know not listening Um, yeah or forgetting something but you know it's just real it's just real if God is your God and you have a personal relationship with him and you know he forgave you then you need to bestow the same mercy and loving kindness on your spouse. Come on, come on, hallelujah,
0: awesome. Back to the Ngarys, this question is for you. How has finances affected your marriage, whether in a positive or negative way? You guys are the money people. Come on, Lexi.
2: So uh, we've done a class uh, called War on Debt. I'm not promoting it. I'm just saying, you know. So we've um, I know. (laughs) So we've uh, dealt with having finances, being in debt, struggling through the process of it, and uh, I had shared that, you know, you you need to have a vision for your finances. You know, most of us have visions or goals for our own personal life, like you wanna work out, you wanna be healthy, or the person that you you wanna marry, or you have goals for your career, but most people don't have a clear, defined vision for your finances, and so maybe one person is doing one thing, maybe one person is spending more while you're trying to save, and so there's division in terms of how you deal with your finances, and the best way to do that is come together, recognize who is stronger at what, and use leverage the strengths of the spouse who's better at saving up money, give up control, and you guys come up with a plan that says, okay, this is how much we're bringing in, this is how much is going out, this is what we want to save, this is how much income is coming in, we're not making enough, so what do we need to do to get to that level? And if you're struggling with debt, either uh, look for help or start saying, we need to cut spending. So you need to have a clear-cut vision because actually we were looking at a survey that was saying i think about 51 percent of couples are in some kind of debt and one of the biggest causes of divorce is finances and it's not having so much it's not having enough it's a huge huge stressor and you can eliminate it if you learn how to handle finances so we actually budget and we look at our budget every month to to look to see if we're on target on track and uh, we give each other allowances, so that way if somebody needs to spend on whatever, they know
0: that that money is allowed. Awesome. Incredible. So, we have three minutes only. So, in about 30 seconds, would you all just share how has being, uh, being an impact church impacted your marriage? We
7: can, oh, okay. We can take it
0: all the way back there, yeah.
7: For us, um, the first thing when we came here, it's your heart. You know, you guys have such a great heart for marriages. And that was one thing that we, when we we were looking for. So, like, even when you first started church, it was, like, a lot of marriage nights. And we really enjoyed that. And even encouraging couples to go for counseling, even though you're doing okay, it's okay to have that. And even us just having that mentor, somebody who is looking after us, it's awesome. So we've grown in our marriage just for being here. We love the marriage nights. We can have the monthly. three. Hint, hint. <laughs> so yeah, we've grown through that just because you guys love marriages and you do things around marriage people.
3: Oh, she killed it on everything, basically. <laughs> but um, in, in the way we see... I think everybody knows this—the way we see Pastor treats Pastor Michelle, and the way they treat each other, and the way they treat their kids. You know, it's something that me and Lenny, like, we look up to them. And it's and it's something that we want for, for us. You know. So.
6: Um, I I've always said the biggest thing is is it's such a loving community. Um, but we've we've known Zenzo for a long time. Well, I have. You have to, but I think me a little bit more because I'm I'm the mama, so I'm relational.
0: She knew me when I was a teenager, y'all. So she's got some she's got some dirt on me.
6: Yeah, what?
4: That's yeah. why I
0: pay her a lot of money and
4: keep her very close.
6: It's <laughs> so bad. Um, anyways, um, when you're up, they're there for you. When you're down. They're there for you. We get hooked up to I groups, guys. Build relationships. That's what they're about, because God is about relationships. This is this is their heart. They're, he's so spirit led. That's what I love about him. And the community, the family. Like you guys are our family. I I I never ask for help. <laughs> but I was exhausted from going to the NICU, and I'm like, hospitality. I'm like, guys, I'm tired. Meals, meals, money. Didn't ask for money, but we got blessed. Thank you all, by the way. Um, Get connected. If you're shy, talk to somebody. Make a connection somewhere. Honestly, really, really. Those connect cards are so important and I'm not trying to sell our church. I am telling you legit, make the connection. We love you all, we're here. God loves you and this is the place to be if you want to be embraced truthfully. It's true, it's not fake. There's no fakeness here. This is life, love, and family. Awesome.
0: Hey, can we celebrate all the couples? Please stand if you can. Come on, we can do a little better than that. Come on, let's celebrate these couples one more time.